you've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello there. Now it seems you've stepped into my mind. Why don't you come on over, sit down, and let's talk about some stuff. Roll now. Hello, my name is Stephen Taylor, and welcome to the My Mind Podcast. This is episode 101. I am Stephen Taylor. So, I recently saw a movie called uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, volume three, the latest one. I know, we're just getting straight stuck into it, because I've got a lot to get off my chest and a lot to to speak about on my mind today. And anyway, so actually real quick, how are you? Very good. Very good. Okay. Yep. I've told you before, you just can't take that approach with some people. Sometimes you need to step back and kind of see the situation and view it from like your peripherals and then you can kind of observe the situation with a little bit of a like sharper mind, I suppose. Yeah, because if you come in thinking that it's the worst, then you're just going to think it's, then that's what it'll be. But if you come in a little bit more optimistic, like how can I make this better? Then it kind of turns into a, a better situation. Yeah, well, anytime. I hope that helps. Anyway. <laughs> I'm so happy we caught up. <laughs> so, like I was saying, I went and watched this movie and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And, you know, uh, not last episode, but the, the episode before, I kind of said that James Gunn had a particular style. And he does have a particular style, but uh, I'll, I won't do any spoilers or anything like that. It's just more of a review, I guess, that he, he just... You know, he did it. He is talent personified <laughs> as a writer because he not only wrote a great film and directed a great film and had probably, my wife and I were talking about it, but probably the best ensemble of not only actors, but characters as well. The fact that they all work so cohesively together from years of working together, obviously, I mean, they've been probably working together for oh, probably 10 years, I would say, within the the Marvel Universe or within their own films, you know, three Guardians movies. So the fact that they just, their, their bond and their banter is just, it's just great. It's, it's honestly, it's the most wholesome bit of entertainment you'll watch in a James Gunn way. <laughs> I guess what I mean by that is obviously uh, James Gunn has like this quirky kind of weird style, but it just works, you know, like it really, really works for this film. And I've never, I've never once thought about crying in any kind of Marvel or superhero movie or many movies like, the, there's like two films I cried in and it was like um, 
Black Hawk Down and Coco. <laughs> the the um the you know Coco. The reason I cried in Coco was because the uh there's like a song called Remember Me or something like that. And it, it just it reminded me of like Johnny Cash and like my own dad and stuff. And, you know, I lost my dad when I was young and that, that made me sad because it made me think of that. And that, that sucked. And, um, Black Hawk down just cause it was just so, it was so raw and real when they're like the, you know, spoiler alert <laughs> when they're taking the U S troops out of the helicopter and they're, you know, kidnapping them and, all that stuff. I watched it with my, like my cousin from Thailand. We went and watched Black Hawk Down. So, you know, she like knew English, but did it. And like the film we went and watched was Black Hawk Down. Cause I wanted to see it. I was like, man, cool war movie. And it was as visceral and raw and real as like saving private Ryan. <laughs> so like not a great movie to take someone whose English is their, their second language, but you know, you can see the power through pictures, I guess. Anyway. So there's like a, there was like a scene in Guardians where I shed like two tears because once again, it reminded me of my dad <laughs> and that sucked. It, it sucked that I cried, but it was also nice to, um, it was nice that films can like trigger those memories and give you, give you something good back as well, you know? So it really, it, it it really it really touched me eh? like it was really it was just a well put together film and the you know there's two ways to kind of look at it and separate it is that am i do i like it because it's a marvel picture yeah of course because it's a marvel production and there's like kind of i guess there's going to be easter eggs and nods towards like phase five and you know what comes next and all the rest of it which is awesome and you know that makes me happy as well but also as as a standalone film if you watch that as a film and you had no idea about the guardians of the galaxy you would you would probably still come away from that feeling pretty good about it because not only did it exist as its own film it kind of separated itself from the trilogy while still being a part of the core trilogy as much as there was nods and easter eggs and throwbacks to the last two movies and you know everything that happens in the mcu it kind of still stood on its own two feet as a singular movie you know like you know i like iron man 2 but it was heavily reliant on kind of the ramifications of number one like the first Iron Man that kind of trickles over into two. So, you know, as much as it's a great movie and tells a story, it more or less relies on what happened on one to kind of tell number two, if that makes sense. Similar to, um, I guess, like trilogy movies, you know, like Lord of the Rings, you know, series that follow like in um, follow events, right? But Guardians of the Galaxy, it didn't really have to do that. It didn't have to rely on that. The, the third one, it kind of stood on its own two feet, which I thought was quite admirable considering James Gunn is like leaving. And it's kind of like, 
<laughs> you you're as good as your your last shift and if that's his last shift then damn <laughs> damn damn james gunn like why are you gonna leave the mcu like that because you you know and maybe i'm giving it a rave review because i just like i like the films but what really got me was the soundtrack and this is one of the reasons why i like guy Ritchie films and tarantino films and martin scorsese films and even you know michael mann stuff is that the soundtrack is always what gets me the soundtrack is what really drives it and i know it's nice to have original pieces and all the rest of it and so you don't have to kind of so you're having something original to go along with the with the film but at the same time like um what's a good example kind of like uh, pirates of the caribbean have they have that solitary theme that when you hear it it is you know you hear it and it's like oh that's pirates of the caribbean or the avengers endgame like how it is now you know like they have all these really good scores through it sin city as well like you know that whole score like jai john debney i think and maybe i can't remember but anyway that whole score is really really good and it kind of makes that film its own film you know to go along with the thing but when people use music from other artists throughout history and james dunn has done he's done this great thing you know like a lot of the first film was like throwbacks to the 60s and 70s and you know then the next one was like more 70s and 80s and then this one you can see where it's going but he just really he really got me with the last song eh? i won't tell you what it is because you know it's still too early you know it only came out um well by the time this episode comes out it'll be out for two weeks so i I still won't spoil it because I'm, i'm just not that guy i don't want to be that guy so yeah it was it really got me and that's you know if a, if a film score and an original soundtrack like is is good enough then that gives more credit to the movie in my opinion you know like it really elevates it and makes it more appealing not only visually but ordered audio, audibly <laughs> i guess is that the word uh yeah uh, i don't know if that's the word <laughs> and what i mean by that is forever when you hear those songs you associate that with a film like anytime i hear the intro to like miso lu by um dick dale and the daylets or i hear pump it up by black eyed peas i instantly think of the diner scene from pulp fiction even though with the with the black eyed peas one you know it's will i am you know saying Ha, 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 or whatever. I always think of Dick Dale and the Daylights, and I always think of Pulp Fiction. When I hear um, Johnny Be Good, I feel I think of Back to the Future, right? When when you hear um, Left Hand Free, I think of Spider Man getting introduced into the the MCU. You know. Is things like that. So when you hear some of these songs, 
when I was young, I used to just buy soundtracks because that's how I could be, that's how I could drive and listen to a soundtrack and have memories of the movies because I love movies. I could have those and TV shows as well. I could have the memories of the movies going along while I'm driving and I could be like driving and thinking of like a scenario in a, in a, in a scene while I'm driving and would give me another, another cool perspective of, uh, not perspective. It just give me a, a cool memory of, of the movie that I enjoy watching. So I went into town, I went into town today. I got some new like shoes. Um, it turns out I'm a size 12, by the way. Like, I mean, they're a little big, but they're comfy big, you know, like when you buy a shoe and they're tight and you got to wear them in, but you know, I think I'm a size 12 now, or at least in Vans. Anyway, I've been wanting to buy like a pair of Vans for the last like three years. <laughs> so anyway, I bought a pair of Vans and I listened to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack and it just, it was like I was watching the film again, you know, and I don't know if that's got something to do with how accurate my memory is towards movies and music and stuff like that, but it really... I almost cried when I heard the end song. <laughs> and I guess the, the memories attached to that song now. Like there's a certain song, the first song, I don't like the band and I've never liked the band because they're, um, I won't say it because of the spoilers and stuff because I want everyone to experience that, what I felt, you know, when you watch it, I, w- I want, you, you have to experience that, eh? When I heard the song, I was like, oh, I know this song. And then because of the atmosphere of the movie, I was like singing along with a song and I was like, damn, I <laughs> I know the words to this song. <laughs> and it's only through hearing it um, kind of passively throughout the film. It's like, you know, Usher songs. You don't, even if you, if you don't listen to Usher, but if you grew up from like, 1995 to 2005 you know if you're a kid and a teenager throughout that year you know usher songs (laughs) and like nelly songs you know like it doesn't matter who you are you know what dilemma is (laughs) or batter up or you got a bad or u-turn you know you just know those songs it doesn't matter (laughs) you'll know the words to them (laughs) and it was it was similar to this song and then the the kind of gravity of the song and the the nature of it, it within the film. And I was listening to it while I was in the car today, just driving. And I was like, oh, damn, like now I like this song. I don't know if I'll listen to the band, but I'll definitely listen to that song a little bit more. And yeah, it's not a bad song. It's a, it's a sad song. But yeah, I, I I was never into the band, but because of that film, it got me into that band, you know, and I really don't want it to happen to a, a song that I really dislike because there's bands that I dislike, like everybody else, you know, I won't say hate, but there's some bands I just don't vibe with, like Nickelback, I don't really vibe with, you know, like when they did uh, the song for Godzilla, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, but songs, the music that drives a film, it shouldn't be like that. 
you know, because there's a borderline of where it happens that a movie turns into a musical through the music. And I think, actually, just going back to, like, threequels, I guess, um, is Love and Thunder is a quadrilogy, I think. Yeah, Thor, Dark World, Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder, right? So, I think they're great films, but the fourth one just kind of fell. You know, like, it really fell flat. It really, it could have been so, it could have been so metal, man, eh? You know, it could have been, like, a really good film. It had all this potential, all this lead up. It had, like, it was dramatic in all the right places, you know? And I was worried that Guardians of the Galaxy would take a similar turn. Like, it had all this all this hype and lead up to it. And it was James Gunn's big exit. And it was, I was, I was a bit worried, if I'm honest. Like, I was worried I wasn't going to like it. But he really, he nailed it he capitalized everywhere where the kind of love and thunder movie didn't. And it made me sad for the Thor because it's, it's, it's a hard road back from a bad movie, <laughs> you know, like it was a hard road because Thor, the dark world w- was good, but it more or less just told a story. You know, it wasn't like, uh, this is like the greatest film, you know? I think it ranks kind of low on the kind of Marvel picture scale, you know? So this one, it really, yeah, it kind of fell flat. So after Ragnarok built it back up and it was like, oh, this is where Thor needs to be. And then they kind of rode that wave and it was just the same movie with a different, yeah, they kind of didn't play into its hand more, you know? And Guardians 3, did that it became like that movie so metal man (laughs) that yeah i think they they just hit every nail on the head there was no way that in my eyes at least (laughs) that that movie can go backwards man eh? like that was just such a cool movie it really yeah really got me i don't know why like james gunn i'm sorry i doubted you man (laughs) you know i openly say it you know i'm I'm so sorry and it just made me it makes me sadder that he's not that he's headed up the dc universe and you know because i'm a fan of james gunn like i really like it i really like the first film second film third film and yeah like i said i was worried that his style would kind of date really quickly but he Damn, prove me wrong, man, eh? Oh, I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. I just can't, I can't say more positive things about that movie, eh? Like, it'll seem like I'm a bit of a a company man to Marvel. I don't even work for them. (laughs) You know, Marvel, give me a job, you know? (laughs) Happily work for you guys. But damn, it really got me, eh? Anyway, we'll stop talking about it a little bit. I want to talk about... Another thing, it's movie and music related because I listened to the Guardian soundtrack, transporting me back. And one of my favorite soundtracks is actually one of Tarantino. It's considered, it's not considered one of Tarantino's best films, but it's one of my favorites. It's Death Proof. And I, I like it because Kurt Russell's in it and I really enjoy Kurt Russell films. doesn't matter what it is, like Big Trouble, Little China, 
uh, Tango and Cash, obviously the Escape from New York, Escape from LA. Like not great movies, but Kurt, Kurt Russell's just a weapon, man. Eh? Like he is just the coolest dude. In Australia, we call them a weapon because they're just absolute, you know, superstars. Like they're just really good at what they do. You know, like he's a he's a weapon bricklayer. You know, like you use him <laughs> when you want to get it done, <laughs> I guess. And yeah, sorry, I'm just scratching my eyeball. So the Death Proof, he carries that film in the most Kurt Russell fashion ever. You know, he is just the most outlandish character. And yeah, I've just got a lot of good memories. He's a bad guy in it, spoiler. <laughs> but anyway, so I listened to the soundtrack of Death Proof and it was, it just took me back to every scene in that film. And I came away, I actually paused it and said to myself, because I speak to myself a lot, not in a weird way, but in a, just in a way, I guess. I was like, man, I need to buy more CDs. <laughs> I've never thought that. I've never once had that thought. I was like, damn, I need to buy more CDs. I want to listen to more CDs like this. Yeah, I should buy more vinyls. Like really, uh, I, I should probably just get them on vinyl because then I can sit here in my office and just chill out and listen to vinyls and records because that's cool too. I like doing that. I want, I listened to, um, I listened to Doors albums mainly. I've got like three Doors albums and I just put them on repeat. There's a couple of like Neil Young ones and uh, Glenn Campbell ones and stuff like that. But, you know, a couple of like country compilations. I think that's what I like about vinyl too is that like the compilations are just cool you know, because they put like Glenn Campbell and like Johnny Paycheck on the same album. <laughs> and you know, they're, they're country stars and that, but like Merle Haggard, you know, he gets like a shout out on them. Yeah. It's really cool. Anyway, thank you for listening to today's show. I know it was very like movie review s but i hope that you can take away from it by the way i give it like five out of five or 10 out of 10 or nine out of 10 you know i just it gets like five out of five rocket raccoons <laughs> yeah it was awesome it was cool it was a cool film anyway go and check out the youtube channel my mind podcast mymndpdcst go check out the uh, what else can you do? Go check out the Instagram, MYMNDPDCST. You can go check out that. Go to the thing. <laughs> go to Twitter, MYMNDPDCST. Go check that out. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, I don't do anything on it. Go check out the Facebook page, um, My Mind Podcast, or the Facebook group, My Mind With. Go check out the Patreon page, My Mind sorry patreon.com slash my mind and you can sign up for three dollars and go check out the marketing family values the book i'm slowly getting to publish it's just i'm waiting to hear back you know like that's the most arguous part of doing anything these days is hearing back because people are just as lazy as me it turns out <laughs> so you can go check that out and you know see if it's something you're into it's i'm into it so you know maybe go just go check it out just based on 
what I'm into, really. <laughs> I like listening to it. I like the stories. They're cool. Anyway, so that's it. That's about it. I wish I had more to promote. I probably do, but, you know, just go check out those and, you know, let me know how you're feeling. Hey, the episode before this was the 100th episode, so let me know in the comments or whatever how you felt about that because I personally I had a ball doing it and I think we're probably going to do it again and we might even do our own monthly podcast with with all four of us and you might get more content like that let me know uh, what you like and what you're into if you if there's a really b-grade movie because obviously it's come out now if if there's a b-grade movie similar to Samurai Cop that you want to you want to hear four guys talk about it you know talk over while you watch a film or you know whatever let it let us know if there's a serious movie that you want us to watch and speak over let me know and uh, yeah we'll get it done so thank you for for listening and we'll speak soon